what it is yo <laughs> what's up hey <laughs> what's going on babies how you doing honey what's up red people thank you for tuning in to another episode of uniquely spoken i am your girl red nice to meet you if we haven't met already or this is your first time tuning into the show this will be the only way we would meet unless you came from my facebook page and you actually know me in person then what's up girl what's up dude how you doing how's your day going how's your week this is uh well on this day that i'm recording (laughs) it's the last day of black history month but black history should and is and would always be year round um so I hope your month has been great. We're going into a new month or depending on when I post this, we have started a new month, <laughs> which means new goals, new things to achieve. I love you and you're going to get it done. I'm going to do my best to get my goals and stuff achieved too because it's mm, mm, it's been a rough one, you know? How are you though? How How's your life, your day, your husband, your wife? your man, your boo thing, your side dude, whatever you got going on with you, um, that's none of my business or any of my concern, what's going on with me, nothing at the moment, just watching mother nature be on its TLC tip, because (laughs) she trying to be crazy, sexy, and cool, crazy because she dropped the temperature, (laughs) sexy because some of these rain sessions, it's raining right now, matter of fact, some of these rain uh, sections, sessions have been, mm, have been quite lovely if you got a boo thing but i don't have a boo thing at the moment so and that's really none of y'all business or any of your concern um but yeah this it's been the rain sessions have been kind of sexy and it's been a couple days where the temperature have been just right so it was nice and cool but that's that's besides everything that i want to talk about let's let's start the show (laughs) because this intro started out very differently from where it's going (laughs) thank you again for tuning in to another episode of uniquely spoken i'm your girl red let's get into the show welcome 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 to another episode of uniquely spoken thank you so much for being here as i stated before it is greatly appreciated um (laughs) i always do this i start off strong and then (laughs) my mind goes blank very quickly but before i get into my first segment just scrolling i want to give a huge shout out to some friends of mine that i didn't know they were on anchor i didn't know they were doing a podcast but i listened to all of their episodes jesus what is that oh what are you what was that was that a lizard was that a lizard or my it was jesus what was that i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry this wasn't the map. This wasn't the cat tonight. This, Jesus. This was something small. Stuart Little, if you don't get away from my house, homie, don't play that. Um, Frankie, I need this one. Sometimes I need the cat to come back. 
I'm sorry. Um, mm, that <laughs> I saw that at the corner of my eye, and it grabbed my attention by the nuts. Um, but as I was saying, huge shout out to some friends of mine from college, Jamie and Trey Newsom. They have a podcast on Anchor called the Newsom Edition. Make sure I'm saying yeah, the Newsom Edition, and. I, like I said before, I got distracted by whatever that was. I, I'm i still looking to see where it went. I know it ran up under the car. But <laughs> as I said it before, I listened to all of their episodes. They are, I love, I love them. I love the way they love. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, which I hope you do i hope you go listen to the podcast because it is a great podcast um they cover different things and they are a newlywed couple and you could like you can feel their love through the speakers check them out like they bomb as all get out (sighs) now we have to get into just scrolling for anyone new here just scrolling is the portion of my show where I give my commentary on whatever pops up on my screen, be it scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, whatever. Now, I genuinely did not want to talk about this whole Jordan Woods and Tristan Thomas and Khloe Kardashian thing. I don't really give into, um, the Kardashian, I don't, I, I try not to give them more attention than what they need. I don't, I, I don't, I don't follow the whole Kardashian thing, but this is like a hot topic at the moment. So I'm going to give my 2.5 cents on it and we're going to move on to something else. So Jordan was on Jada Pinkett Smith's red table talk on facebook watch now she went there because and this is something i didn't even know they've known uh jordan has known the smith or the smith had known jordan all of her life jordan's father worked on as a producer on the fresh prince of bel-air before jordan was born and will and him became friends and everything so they are basically connected through that and Jordan and Jaden are best friends Jaden played a part in Jordan and Kylie becoming best friends and they were like the three amigos so that's kind of how that friendship formed now for anyone who doesn't know apparently Tristan and Chloe oh I thought that thing climbed up on the door (laughs) Apparently, Tristan and Chloe um, broke up because Jordan was supposedly sleeping with Tristan. And she, as I stated, is or was Kylie Jenner's best friend. And they, the family feels betrayed and all of these things. So Jordan went on Jada Pinkett's red table talk basically to give her side of the story and because she felt as though it was a safe space to be now this is how if it were me i would have gone to 
where I feel the most comfortable and where I feel it was safe as well. What she said in the table talk was she gave her recollection, recollection. Okay, Jesus, uh, hmm, words today. She gave her recollection. <laughs> Why won't this word come out? Recollection. Whatever. She gave her recap of the night. Okay. Don't come for me. I know I look, it's 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 been a long day, all right? The word won't come out. But she gave her recap of the night. And my biggest thing that I took away from this is Jordan owned up to the part that she played. If you've heard my podcast a few episodes back, I think it was in the in the episode uh Who Would You Blame? Where I basically said, Who would you blame as far as the Cardi B offset side chick situation? Where would you put the blame? This in this situation, Jordan took responsibility for what she did. She owned up to her part and she um she said, Look, this is what I did. This is where I went wrong. Now, I said this in the Who Would You Blame uh, episode as far as when you do something in uh, when you do something in private, apologize in private. This situation, yes, is is big, is getting a lot of traction. But if you know me personally, come to me. And she stated that she's talked to Kylie, that she's called and texted Chloe, but she hasn't done anything face to face. And she really wants to. Now, one thing, one part that I kind of got thrown off by was Jordan saying, well, you know, the media attacked, you know, I knew uh, this situation would kind of spin out of control, but no one asked me my side of the story, but the media turned and attacked, you know, the black woman and all of this or whatever the case may be. She, she basically brought race into this and Jada Pinkett Smith agreed with her and said, you know, black women are most are the most, they say black women are the most disregarded and disrespected creatures. Well, now your race had nothing to do with it. Your race wasn't bought into this. You bought your race into this. Your actions is what we're talking about. Now, like I said, she owned up and said she shouldn't have been at the party. She shouldn't have been here, there, and everywhere. Okay. Now, don't bring race into this. Because I know it's a whole Kardashian thing, the Kardashian curse and all of that. But that has nothing to do. Your race has nothing to do with your actions. That's you as a person. Now, you're a young lady. You made a mistake. You own up to your mistake. She said she's willing to take a lot to take the taste lie detector tests and all of that cool beans do what you need to do and she's willing to do whatever needs to be done to put chloe at peace now chloe has been on twitter and she said on twitter that you know tristan is to blame too but he's the father of my child and i would never uh i would never do that to my daughter and that jordan is the reason to blame for her not being in a relationship with the father of her child. No, 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 no. 
Now, if we're going to start pointing fingers, Tristan showed you who he was before you gave birth. Let's be real about it. Tristan showed you who he was when he was caught with the old girl. So let's let's not do that. Let's not say she's the reason. She's the point blank reason why your your home is no longer her home. Focus on co-parenting. Somebody got to be the adult in this situation. Focus on co-parenting. And she told, uh, Chloe tweeted and was like, you know, you shouldn't have done the red table talk. You could have called me and apologized in private. And Jordan says she called and she apologized and, or she called and she texted and been trying to apologize. And she's done basically all she could do at the moment. And she understands that they feel betrayed. And she understands that she messed up by not telling the truth. She said she talked to Chloe and Kylie the day after everything happened. And she never said anything about all of this is about a kiss, apparently. Um, apparently, Tristan kissed Jordan as she was walking uh, walking out of his house. And she left at like 6 or 7 something in the morning after partying all night. And it's it y'all go check out the red table talk um and give me your feedback because it's 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 a plethora of feelings and I I Jean, I don't want to stay on this topic anymore. My I'm glad that she owned up to what she did. Now I don't know it's it's being said that she signed a non uh disclosure agreement, which I don't see how <laughs> like it's it's something you can tell when you watch the uh episode or watch the whatever that it was something she was leaving out. But baby, you owning up to you you telling your side of the story, you owning up to your mistakes, you owning up to your faults, you see where you went wrong in the situation. But apologize to me in private. Don't don't do that publicly. But I'm I've been on this topic for way too long. Go check out the red table talk. Give me your feedback on the uh on the situation and who would you blame and uh how you felt about the talk. <sighs> Moving on. So I came across this video on <laughs> Facebook where this woman <laughs> checked her husband's uh voicemail check his phone or whatever and apparently his side chick called and left a voicemail saying hey um so-and-so we're going to call him yeah let's call him jacob hey jacob i'm in jail i need you to come bail me out i'm in jail for drunk driving please come help me now apparently the husband does not check his voicemails um the wife checks them so the wife goes down (laughs) The wife goes down to the precinct and says, I want to talk to, because I guess the woman's name was Felicia. We're gonna, If not, we're going to call her Felicia. The, uh, the wife says, I want to talk to Felicia about bailing her out. They let her talk to the woman. She sees the wife through the door and she's in shock, as anybody would be. And she's like, you know, what are you doing here? She said, you know, wife tells her, you called my husband. You basically broke side chick code one-on-one. You called, and not only did you call, you left a message. 
but I'm here to help you out. Like, I don't want to see you stay in this situation. I'm here to help you out. Um, it's got to be something like, what's your, what's your bail? The woman said, Felicia said 2,500. She said, okay, well, there's got to be some things at your house that you can sell. She said, I'll sell them for you. I'll come back with the money. You can trust me. I'll come back with the money and you can, uh, I'll bail you out. She said, what do you mean? I don't have anything to sell. She said, <laughs> the wife said, I've been to your house. I know you have a nice, you have a nice bed. Your bed is extra comfortable and you have a nice big screen TV. The, Felicia said, well, when I get out, where am I going to sleep and what am I going to watch? The wife said, you worrying about the wrong thing. Really? You got a whole couch and whatever you watch is whatever you watch, maybe on the computer or something, but you worried about the wrong thing. So Felicia gives in, she gives a key to the wife and says, okay, you can sell these things and come back and bail me out. The wife sells the uh, items, the TV and the couch and gets 3,200 for it. She then goes home to the husband and tells the husband, hey, have you checked your voicemail? He said, no. He's like, you should check your voicemail. Felicia calls you and says she's in jail and she needs you to come bail her out. He said, what? He said, yeah, I think you should go bail her out. Oh, like you cool with it? Yeah, I mean, that you stepped out. You stepped out, you pay up. Go get her. So the husband writes out a check for $2,500. The wife keeps the $3,200 <laughs> and the husband bails bails out the uh side chick the wife said i went on a shopping spree with that money yeah i did it ma'am kudos to you i'm sorry i don't see now no i'm not i ain't sorry i don't see where she, where she went wrong <laughs> you stepped out on my husband now <laughs> when you got out you ain't got nowhere to sleep or nothing to watch how about that and i had a shopping spree with the money i was supposed to be building you out with so kudos to you ma'am let's get in to this next segment because i feel like i ended this on a very foolish note <laughs> and we're back um we have made it to the next session session Shanita? section segment segment <laughs> we made it to the next segment of our show uh called unique thoughts lord i forgot the name of my own show or at least this segment father help me um <laughs> we've made it to the segment unique thoughts this is the time where i give either my unique commentary thought process or foolishness uh foolish comments on something that i may have come across either on tv online in life or sometimes i share little uh stories little story times about myself uh this originally i was going to share a little story time about my younger days about my about my wilder days you know about my clubbing days um <laughs> my goddaddy told me he was like you ain't turn over a new leaf <laughs> you just switched your leaf around <laughs> you changed the leaf's position <laughs> but i changed my mind because i came across something else online that i cracked up laughing at 
I actually came across two things that I cracked up laughing at. So I'll just split them. And I don't know why I'm telling y'all this as if (laughs) you going to help me edit the show or do whatever it is I need to do to put this out. But hey, sometimes I think out loud. I talk to myself because nobody knows you like you except the Lord. But anyway, (laughs) the first thing that I came across was a video that a friend of mine (laughs) shared. And I saw it and I cracked up laughing because this person got arrested and they're handcuffed. They're brought into a room and the guy says, uh, the person, the suspect says, can we take these cuffs off now? Can I, can you take the cuffs off me? And the guy that the officer that brought him into the room was like, give me a minute I'll be back in just a minute. I'll take him off then. We'll talk then. Whatever. And he leaves. He closes the dude up in the room. Okay, sounds normal, right? Like it's a regular interrogation room, right? Well, there were two big old windows in the room. Now, the blinds are closed, so the room is kind of dark besides uh, besides the light being on. This suspect (laughs) checks the window and sees that it is unlocked and that he can get out. What does he do? Jumps out the window (laughs) and takes off running. Still handcuffed. Now, my biggest thing is he's making a lot of noise as he's escaping out of the window. (laughs) Not once. does (laughs) the person that bought him in the room or any other officer comes come back to check to see what the noise is or to make sure he's still there (laughs) they show a cut of the guy running down the street from the police department then they uh i guess show a time clock or whatever it is uh but shows a screen that says 14 minutes later (laughs) The officer that bought him in the room comes back and realizes that the window is open and that the man is gone. He was like, oh, no, no, no fucking way. <laughs> my thing is, and he shuts the door and he, you can see on his face that he's panicked. My thing is, sir. Once again, y'all didn't hear all this noise coming out of this room? Y'all didn't pay no type of attention. (laughs) Okay, it's dark in the room. Why is there sunlight just coming in? Once again, what is the noise? Y'all was having too much time, uh, having too much fun with the donuts and coffee, huh? Somebody bought you a hoagie? They bought you a sandwich? That y'all didn't pay attention to this man? And for the guy that was like, I'm I'm coming right back. Give me a minute. I'll be right back. Oh, sir, you needed 14 minutes, apparently. This man, and there's no update as to if they caught him or not. <laughs> when they said 14 minutes later, I'm thinking, oh, they, you know, the man got caught. No. 14 minutes later, the man comes back to the room and is like, no. No way. No. <laughs> sir, this is your fault. <laughs> 
<laughs> you and all of the people who work with you. Spend some less time, spend less time at the water cooler and the donut and the taco truck and, <laughs> and the coffee pots and spend more time with your suspect. Because now y'all gotta go find this man all over again. And kudos to this man. Like, I don't know what you did, sir. I hope it wasn't nothing like extreme. Uh like I hope you ain't no killer or nothing. But kudos to this dude, because you took off running with the handcuffs still on you. Now, if he was ever caught, it's yet to be determined. I just saw that video, and it, it touched me. Why, I don't know, because it was funny, I guess. So, <laughs> thing number two that I came across was <laughs> this stepdad went on he didn't go on a rant, but he went on like a play-by-play story time of his 18-year-old stepson. Now, the stepson apparently had a friend over, a female friend over, and she stayed the night. But he didn't get her out of the house before everyone woke up and everyone was moving, you know, moving about the house or whatever. So the dad makes a tweet. <laughs> the first tweet was like, so my teenage son has, excuse me, so my teen- teenage son has a girl in his room and he he has to sneak her out. Let's see how this plays out. And it was like, just like a random tweet, but people kept hitting him up like, hey, what's going on? Is she still there? Uh, what's, what's happening? So apparently this happened like on a Saturday or a Sunday. You just said weekend. And the mom cleans on the weekend. Which <laughs> growing up in a household where we had to clean up on the weekends usually. That's normal. Now we <laughs> see the tweet from the dad that goes. Well <laughs> it's midday at this point. It's like after 10 or 11 and the girl is still here. He had an opportunity. He tweeted, the dad tweeted and said, my son had an opportunity when mom was in the bathroom cleaning, but he did not take it. So all I hear above my head is pacing back and forth because at this point, this girl has to pee. It's it's like I said, 10, 11 something in the morning. This girl has to pee. There is no, for any girl, any woman, sometimes any man, when you wake up in the morning, you know you got to go to the bathroom. That's the first thing you do. Sometimes before you tell the Lord, thank you for waking you up and seeing another day. You got to pee. So now here it is mid, uh, mid-morning. This girl can't really hold it no more. Now, the dad said the best option would be there's a side door on the kitchen right at the bottom of the stairs. Cool. This would be the best way to get out of the house. This is the best option. Mind you, the chick still got to pee. But here's the hiccup. (laughs) Her shoes were on the opposite side of the house by the door. Now, the dad tweeted and was like, you know, mom is really in cleanup mode. 
she hasn't even noticed the shoes that none of us in this house would wear because they were all white. So there's that, like, mom is super into her cleaning. Dad, (laughs) stepdad is just giving play-by-plays. And old girl still got to pee. Stepson still trying to figure out how he going to get this girl out the house. So, excuse me. (laughs) The dad goes, well, she's still here. (laughs) They've made no movements. But old girl is 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 getting close to where she can't hold it no more. Which kudos to you for holding it till after eleven o'clock in the morning in the first place. So <laughs> dad says there he must be waiting for his mom to go lay down. After usually after she cleans, she'll go lay down and read and lay down uh she'll go lay down and read and take a nap for like two hours. So that's what he must be waiting for. Now, everyone on Twitter is like, well, why don't you help him? You know, distract mom, do whatever. Dad said, because he's an 18-year-old grown-ass man. And if you make your bed, you lie in it. So (laughs) let's see what happens. So eventually, the girl just gave up and walked downstairs. (laughs) Like, hey, how you doing? She had to go. She goes to the bathroom and... Eventually, I guess she ran into mom and mom finds out that the girl stayed the night. And apparently they were best friends. They've been best friends since he was younger. And mom was like, well, they don't see each other in that light, whatever. But dad was like, oh, mom don't know. <laughs> he didn't. He, she didn't hear the the session that was going on above our heads last night. She don't know. But mom apparently was cool. She didn't. She didn't fuss or kick him out, nothing like that. And stepdad said, "Oh, dude, walked down the stairs, grabbed the, the shoes, and walked back upstairs, and gave his stepdad the side eye the entire time. And dad gave him a wink, like, you got it, you did it. <laughs> so." They eventually get a were able to get downstairs and get out of the side door um, and go, go on about their business. So the dad was like, well, this is the end. <laughs> We've seen how it ends, you know, whatever. So um, and even with this story taking off, the dad didn't like want to bask in his with the article was calling 15 minutes of fame. And he he even said he was like this is usually the point where people drop their SoundCloud names or their GoFundMe pages. He said I have neither of those, so if you have one, drop your you know SoundCloud or GoFundMe or whatever in the comment box or to uh, the replies. And like I hope this works out for you. I hope you blow up off of this or whatever. And uh, the only thing I ask for in return is your first show, your first big show that I get tickets. So kudos to you, stepdad. Kudos to you. But those are the stories that tickled me. Uh, let's get into our next segment. 
Hey, honeys. We have made it to what a lot of people, well, a lot of people for for me, <laughs> a lot of people that listen to me, um, have really been enjoying. Um, we've made it to the segment called Hey Honey. If this is your first time listening, Hey Honey is where I usually give encouraging words or advice to um, people who send me questions or voice memos or I don't know a bird with a message attached to his foot. However, you get the <laughs> however you get the question to me, uh, slid in my DMs. Ain't nobody else there at the moment, so you know. Hey, but this once again neither here nor there, and none of your business. But <laughs> um, hey, honey is usually like I said the segment where I give advice or encouragement. So. This one, this, Jesus, come on now. This week is another encouraging words week Um, because I don't have any questions or voice memos. If you want to send me a question or voice memo, please, please, please hit me up. Um, More than likely, this is on my Facebook page. So uh, hit me up there. Um, Share it to Instagram and hit me up there too. For those who don't know me, hit me up on Anchor. Send me a voice memo. Or, um, I really don't want to put my public name out there. My real name out there for y'all to search. And, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, hit me up on Anchor for, for right now. <laughs> hit, hit me up on Anchor. Um, or I guess I could give y'all an email address. I, that, I'll deal with that next, next week. <laughs> as you can see i quickly get sidetracked honey i'm sorry but this week for hey honey i found not i found jesus how what was that accent that was gonna come out but i'm scrolling through instagram and i came across this uh i think she's a model that i follow and she's a plus size model she's a, a bigger a bigger girl and she was stating how um her negative thoughts started affecting her again and basically tied to um how she sees herself and in her caption she said that usually um she hid behind makeup to make her feel better about herself and make her feel good about um how she looks or whatever the case may be and she said that she could beat her face to the gods. And for those who don't understand or don't know what that means, it means she can beat her face with makeup. <laughs> like she, her, her makeup could be perfect. Um, but she would still see herself as ugly. And she basically used it as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She basically used it as a um, safety net uh, to hide behind, you know, how she really feels. So she decided to create a challenge for herself and she's going one week without makeup, like no stitch of makeup. And she's going out in public and everything for a week and going about her regular life and she says she's starting at zero. She's going back to the basics, basically, <laughs> basically. And 
she's going to rebuild herself from the ground up and she has to rethink like reshape her mind because she has to unlearn all of the fat shaming ways that were kind of instilled in her at a young age and even some in her adulthood so she's going back to start at zero now I talked about beauty before um I don't I can't remember at the moment how in depth I went with beauty I don't think I did beauty and identity but that's not where I want to go with this what stuck out to me from her caption was she said I'm starting at zero and I'm going up from there a lot of times we as humans don't want to start at zero again once we've made it excuse me once we've made it to a point of where we're comfortable but we're not seeing growth we get frustrated we start comparing ourselves to others. We start questioning God. We start questioning and slick hating on other people because we're not where we want to be or where we think we should be because we're too afraid to start at zero and start back at the basics. Um, I stated in my first episode that I have two nieces. One of my nieces has... um. A stuttering problem like she stutters it's not bad bad but it's bad enough to affect her so she uh takes speech therapy one of the tools that was taught to her was when you're trying to say something and you know you start stuttering or the words kind of just get bunched up stop take a deep breath and start over and even now i think she was taught that last year or year before and even now she still does it where she's trying to talk to me or whoever else and she'll get so excited about something where she's trying to make this sentence come out but then she stops and or the words jumble up she stops and she'll take a deep breath and then she'll start over there's a powerful message in that alone sometimes you have to stop take a deep breath and start over be it how you're thinking be it your actions be it what uh how you treat other people a lot of times we're scared to go back to the basics as far as me because i what i try to do is tie everything in with personal experiences for me me right now i'm 27 unemployed don't have my own apartment um after being away and being a pen, being independent for a little while while I was in school and having my own space and everything right now I have no choice but start to start over and I have my days <clears throat> excuse me where I feel overwhelmed and upset because I start comparing my life to others and I start doubting the purpose God has for me and a lot of times it feels like my purpose is unclear to be honest I try to be as honest and transparent as I can with this show um so to be honest and to be transparent I sometimes I don't know what my purpose is right now do I can I say I 100% know what my purpose is no and it kind of hurt to say that but I don't 
But I do know God has a purpose and a plan for my life, just like he has a purpose and a plan for yours. But we can't be so stuck in our mindset and so stuck in our pride and our not wrongness, but our ways that we can't start over. Sometimes God needs to put us in a place where we have to start over. A lot of times your biggest breakthroughs are at rock bottom or what you consider to be rock bottom. I still have a place to lay my head. Thank you, Father. I still have food to eat. I still have some source of income. So I have a lot of times I overlook the good because I focus on the bad because in my mind, I should be doing better. I could be doing better, but it's it's not happening. So even now, as you just heard me, I had to take, I had to stop and take a deep breath. But a lot of times we get stuck in our own way and we'll become our own problem because we're too scared to ask for help. We're too scared to start over. As I said, we're too scared to go back to ground zero or back to zero, mainly because of what other people would think and what other people would feel. For, for me, that was part of the reason because I felt like, okay, I got my diploma. I got my associate's degree, I got my bachelor's degree, you know, I don't want to be that person with a degree flipping burgers. Don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person that's highly qualified and I'm working at McDonald's. Like no shade to nobody that's doing that. And absolutely no shade because you still, you getting a check and you making a way and providing for yourself. But that's my mindset, and that was my that was my mindset for a good period, because I'm scared to start back at zero and start back at the beginning. But in this time now, I have no choice but to start back at the beginning and start start from where I consider zero to be and build up from there. So my encouraging words to you is start over it doesn't matter where you've been it doesn't matter what mistakes you think you've made or it doesn't matter you feel I'm too old or I'm too young I'm not the right look I'm not the right whatever to represent this that and the third start over you got a business you want to start you got things you want to create be it um YouTube podcasts um, sitcoms, TV skits, or little skits and stuff for Instagram and everything like that, start over. You saw what didn't work. This is the time to put together a plan that will work. Start back at zero. Stop, take a deep breath, and start over. There is so much power in that starting over. Always remember, I love you. Now let's close this show. Well, 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 we have made it to the end of 
this episode. I greatly appreciate you tuning in and sticking with me. Stick, yeah, sticking in with me <laughs> until the end of the show. It is greatly appreciated. Y'all just don't understand. Um, ignore the rain you hear in the background. I told you at the beginning of the show it was raining. But um, this is Unique Speaks. Unique Speaks is the end of the show where either I give you a um, quote or I do some of my poetry. I told y'all on the last show, you're probably not going to get no new poetry for at least two weeks because I haven't uh, written anything, wrote anything, written anything um, new. But quick little praise report. When people say your gift will make room for you, they really mean it because I never really understood what what it meant or like the theory behind it or meaning behind it. But I've had two people. I did a poem at church a few uh, a few months back, and by the grace of God, I've had the ability to have an effect on a young girl um, and talk to her, and she it actually encouraged her to get up and do a poem in front of the church. Um, that was honestly by the grace of God because I prayed before I did it and. I wanted to touch somebody and I think um, I think she is 15 so it touched her enough for her to get up and do a poem in front of everyone so there's that and I've had two people within the last couple of weeks you know going to church and everything um, on Sundays so within the last like two weeks one week one of the ladies at church approached me and she wants me to do a poem that she wrote um, years ago when she was going through some of her health battles and she wants me to minister it in church to everyone because she says she feels as though I will put life into the poem excuse me um I will bring the life that the poem needs put the life into the poem that the um, that it needs so I thank God for her and for her entrusting me uh, to do that and for her uh, and for God putting me on her heart and trusting me to do it and another lady who she wants me to write a poem for um, her husband she's retiring and I guess they're honoring her and her husband and she kind of wants to surprise her husband um, far as I understand because I could be getting it wrong but she wants me to write a poem and she's going to give me some information. And she was like, I just want you to write a poem because I know you're going to do a great job. So I thank God for him using me and for him giving me this gift to write and to bring life to poems. Um, so believe in your gift, because for a long time, I didn't believe in mine and I let it sit <laughs> and I didn't touch it. For a long time and my gift is making room for me in different ways that I didn't really expect it to because I never expected someone to ask me to write a poem for them um especially for it to be for someone else but um yeah there's that uh I was finna say something it, it left my mind just that quick but yeah your gift will make room for you 
but like I said, this is a part where I do a poem or um, I give a quote from a famous person or wherever it comes from. So you're getting a quote. Like I said, you're not getting a poem for a couple of weeks. We're just let that sit in your spirit. OK, but the quote this week comes from F. Scott Fitzgerald, and it says it's never too late to become who you want to be. I hope you live a life that you're proud of. And if you find that you're not, I hope you have the strength to start over. And as I stated in Hey Honey, you know, you have to start over. Don't be afraid to start over. Stop, take a deep breath and start over. There's strength in that new beginning. There's strength and power in that fresh new start. Go back to ground zero. Go back to the basics and start from there and build into a new. Start over. That's all you have to do. Um, I read a quote from Martin Luther King that said, have faith in the first step. You're not. Uh, it's OK if you don't see the whole staircase. Just have faith in that. Uh, just take the first step. And I probably butchered that quote. <laughs> But that's that's what it said. Take the first step and start over. That's all. It's okay to start over. Bump what anybody else thinks about you starting over and starting at zero. You have to be able to do it for you. So until next time, thank you again for sticking with me and loving me. Um, Tell a friend to tell a friend to inbox a friend and hit up your cousin Pookie Nim and <laughs> share the podcast. It's greatly appreciated. Send me some feedback. What you like, what you don't like. Um, drop your suggestions in the suggestion box. It's greatly appreciated. I love you. I love you. I love you. Until next time, Red People. If you're wondering why I call you Red People, it's because my name is Red and you are my people. Remember, L-O-V-E is all we need. Until next time, love you. Bye.